This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Spurs Chat Podcast, where in this edition we will be previewing the Champions League clash AC Milan v Tottenham Hotspur, of course, at the San Siro on Tuesday evening. I've got three very, very special guests to talk about this Champions League encounter. Uh, we've got Simone back with us. Simone, of course, is a journalist and pundit with Sport Italia, uh, lives in Milan. Simone, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm ready for the game. Lovely to have you here. Uh, we've also got Melvin, of course, channel regular. Uh, Melvin, all the way from Malta. Melvin, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Just, uh, you know, packing for tomorrow's flight to Milan. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll see, see you there, Chris. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Um, and all the way from Essex, we've got Craig with us. Craig, how are you? <laughs> I'm all right. Not as glamorous as, as Milan or Malta, but, uh, you know, Essex, <laughs> love, lovely place. Lovely place. I'm all right. Thanks, Chris. Now, just before we get on to preview the Milan game on Tuesday evening in the Champions League, Simone, let's start with you. Um, just give me your brief thoughts on yesterday's performance at the King Power Stadium. Awful, disgraceful. Two words. Very, very bad, uh, bad defeat, guys. Because uh, Fulham and Man City seem to be a turning point for the season for Spurs. Instead, they struggled once again. They were one nil up. And they struggle in the second half. Concede a lot of goals. A system that for me, 3-4-3, three three, with the back three that become back five, is not working. But I know Antonio for a very long time and he is absolutely unable to switch his system, to change his system. Because he was asking for nastiness. He was asking for this kind of concept to be uh, more solid in terms of uh, defensive side. But he is still conceding. He, he, he is back. From, he, he was back from the surgery, but the situation was uh, just like uh, when he left. So just like two weeks ago, before uh, before Fulham, before Mancini. Simone, how can you describe beating Manchester City, the champions, one week, 
and then going to Leicester the very next week and being tore apart by the Foxes. Spurs, yeah. Well, absolutely Spurs. Incredible, incredible to see. Incredible to see. Of course, uh, uh, we are talking about a very good team because they won uh, one week ago at Villa Park for two. Today is a very, very good player. Madison is a, a player that I'd love to see wearing the, the white shirts with Tottenham. But of course, when you beat Man City, but you, you bet Man City because uh, Antonio knew how to defend. Christian Stellini organized a very, very good plan. Give Man City the ball, they attack, and you go for the counter-attacks. When you need to, to play the game, when you need to play the ball, you can suffer. And of course, this team, <laughs> there is a, a very bad news uh, that not just a senior out for six weeks. Six weeks. I'm clearly into talking about uh, someone that you remember, you, you remember very well that uh, I didn't like when, uh, <laughs> when he joined Spurs because uh, Bentancur and Juventus really struggled. Danny turned out to be an incredible player. For me, the, the, the second best player for Spurs this season, after Ali, after Kane. Bentancur is the only midfielder for Antonio that knows how to play the ball, how to play the game, how to direct. He's the only one that is a pure playmaker, he's a proper playmaker. Without Betancourt uh, for uh, the rest of the season, very, very bad news. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be easy to cope with his absence in the last couple of months. Simone, is uh, Antonio Conte still the right man for Spurs, in your opinion? I think that uh, he needs to understand how to, to change the system. But uh, we don't know what's going to happen in the future because uh, he's the same that he's asking for time and patience, but he's the same that he's refusing to sign a new contract. So what's the point? Absolutely useless to, uh, to be asking uh, for time and patience in every single press conference and then you don't extend your contract with Tottenham. Of course, there are also uh, reasons, uh, private reasons, because uh, uh, wife, uh, his wife and uh, his daughter are still in Turin, so they ca are currently living in, uh, in Italy. So I'm expecting him to be, to be out of Tottenham in, uh, in June, but uh, we never know what's going what's to happen. Melvin, let's come to you. Um, I know we're here to talk about the AC Milan game on Tuesday, but just give me your thoughts very quickly on the game at Leicester yesterday. Yeah, it's, uh, it's strange because it's something that happens a lot in the last two years. You know, we miss one or two players from our starting 11, from our best 11, and, and we struggle. You know, we miss Romero a lot. <laughs> in a strange way, we really, really missed Emerson because he's very solid defensively, you know, puts in a really good shift. And, and Pedro Porro was, was quite new to the Premier League and got taught quite, you know, a lesson. You know, we, and... Uh, He's a very, very talented boy, but in the Premier League, you can't afford those mistakes. And, and sadly, we started well. We scored early because, you know, Bentoncourt and, and, and Hoiberg are, are very good players and Kane. And in the first 10 minutes, I thought, OK, we're going to really open them up. It just seemed the game turned quite, quite quickly. And we lost, we lost our game plan, our concentration. And in the Premier League, the game is such fine margins that you know these little details can can turn such a such a game like that and yeah it's it's disappointing and obviously i was so gutted when when we got the injury to Betancourt because he's been such a great player for us and honestly i think 
apart from Harry Kane, he's probably one of the most important players this season. You know, he picked up five goals, so something that we've been asking for for a long time. You know, these players to chip in with the goals. It's not just Son and Kane, and even though even Sonny as well was absent yesterday. Uh, a lot of players that either they had one 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 part of their on their mind they had the AC Milan game. They, maybe they were thinking about Tuesday while they were playing Leicester, which is something that you know they shouldn't really do. But I think I think a little bit they they had their eye on Tuesday and they didn't want to play at a hundred and ten percent. And when you don't play at a hundred percent in the Premier League, you just get punished. And Leicester are a good side. Even though they've dropped recently, they still have experienced Premier League players like, you know, Madison and uh, and all those guys. And, and they punish you and even Harvey Barnes. And, they, and, and that's what happened. We just got punished. Craig, I can't believe I'm asking you this, but um, Emerson Royale probably should have started yesterday, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. And as you well know, and anybody that listens to this channel regularly, I've... Obviously, along with a lot of people, have been critical of Royale in the past. But against City, he was absolutely immense, and I was I was surprised that he didn't actually uh, stay in the team yesterday. Um, but probably Conte's plan is he starts Porro, gives him his Premiership debut, and and then um, then sticks Emerson in against AC Milan, which will probably happen anyway. But I don't think we all realised or thought that Porro would have such a poor um, first display for Tottenham. And, you know, you, you can't, anybody who's writing him off now is a ridiculous thing to do. You know, obviously it's a new league, new team. You know, he just had a bad one. But then again, the whole team had a had a bad one. And um, to be honest, you know, whatever way Conte had gone with that, if he'd stuck Emerson in, funny enough, I think if he'd stuck Emerson in, pe- people wouldn't have been too bothered because he had such a good game against them. Um, <laughs> a good game against uh, City, but yes, I am praising Royale because um, credit where credit's due, he was immense, absolute man of the match display, it was superb. But as we all know, against Leicester, for me, at shades of the Burnley last year, um, when we went to City, beat them, and then after the Lord Mayor show, uh, come crashing down back to reality against Burnley, and it seems to have gone from the highs last weekend, all of a sudden, injuries galore. You know, a captain's out now, Sessignon's out again, Poibier's suspended for Tuesday, um, and Benzenker, of course, what a, what a miss he's going to be, and coming from somebody who's done two cruciate ligaments myself, if that is an ACL, and to me, when he did it, as soon as he did it, I thought that doesn't look good, because I know what that pain's like. It's a pain like you would not believe. Um, and people saying he could walk, like Stellini said, you can walk after it. After that initial pain kind of wears off, you can walk on it. But he knew. He knew he'd done something bad as soon as he went down. And it's those funny little challenges that when, when your cruise ship goes, it's uh, it's not good. So he's going to be a massive loss to us um, over the next few months. And if it is his ACL, which is being reported, then I'd be surprised, to be honest, if you see him before September anyway, you know, six, seven months. That's uh, the, the, the technology's moved on a bit, surgical techniques have moved on a bit, but it's still a massive operation and a, and a huge injury. I mean, when Shearer did it back in the night, you know, that was over a year. 
Gascoigne did it. That was over a year. So, so they've speeded it up a bit with physio techniques. But even at top clubs, if you're back in six months, you've, you've done really well. But So we've got a plan for the rest of the season without him. Um, and it looks, unless he moves Dyer into the centre midfield, that he's going to be Skip and Sarr in the middle. But, uh, but, but we'll see where that goes. And, um, yeah, it's not been a good week for Spurs, has it? Let's just go through the injuries because uh, anyone just joining us and don't know about um, Benton, the Benton Kerr news, uh, cruciate ligament um, reports are stating that he will be out between six and eight months. Fabrizio Romano has said he will miss the rest of this season. He's going to need at least six to seven months to recover. Um, as Craig rightly said, Hoybier is suspended for the trip to the San Siro against AC Milan. Basuma has just had surgery. He had surgery on Friday. Uh, we don't know the length of time he's going to be out, but it will be uh, quite lengthy. Sessegnon, we got the news yesterday. Sessegnon is now out for six weeks, hamstring injury. And, of course, club captain Hugo Lloris out of a knee injury for six to eight weeks. We have nine players out on loan. We've just offloaded Doherty, uh, of course, who played on the left-hand side. So it now looks like Perisic is going to have to play a large amount of these games. Um, and as you rightly said as well, Craig, um, Skip and Saar, it now looks like that that is going to be the midfield duo at the San Siro. Um, Simone, let's come to you on this injury news because, of course, what a week for Spurs. We were all on such a high, as Craig also rightly said, all on such a high last weekend. Um, we've had all of these injuries. Of course, we lost at Leicester yesterday. Um, what do you make of the news about Rodrigo Bentoncourt? Because this is a huge loss for us. It's a huge loss. I would love Rodrigo to anticipate uh, at least one month. Uh, maybe I was uh, listening with uh, great uh, attention what Craig was saying. I'd love him to anticipate his return, maybe maybe in August, in order to be able to to do some preseason with uh, with the rest of the group next season. Even if we don't know who will be Tottenham manager next season at this stage, so. We'll see. A uh, huge loss. He's the only one that can play the ball. He's the only one in 3 for 3 in the system that Antonio uh, keep, wanna, wanna, wanna go on to do. Uh, he's the only one that can play the ball. So I'm expecting something more from Bissouma. Bissouma as well had a surgery uh, some days ago. Uh, the same situation about Ryan Sessegnon. For me, it was a mistake, uh, guys, to be honest, to get rid in that way of maturity. Because uh, we already knew, we already knew that Ryan Sessegnon uh, used to suffer about injuries. He's very lucky. That guy is very lucky. Next season we will have Destinology. Uh, I think Ryan Sessegnon is wasting a huge opportunity because he's the only, in, in his way, he found a manager that clearly play what he, the system that uh, suits uh, his characteristics uh, in the best way. Because Sessegnon is not a left winger, he's not a left back. For me, Sess is a proper left wing back. So I'm uh, also very, very sad about that, uh, that, that situation. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Melvin, how on earth are we going to um, carry on this season, in the season, without Rodrigo Benzancura in the centre? This game, obviously, we don't have Hoiberg, who's a, who's a very good midfielder. But, you know, Benzancura is just... He's so he's just so good. He's really good. He reminds me a lot of Berbatov with the way he moves with the ball, and, and you know he's been chipping with the goals. And um, last season he came in and, and and saved us. And this season we're gonna have to carry on without him. Um, obviously we have Oliver Skip, and 
Papasar, who who now have to step up and and try to fill fill his shoes. Obviously, it's a big big ask, and you don't. I don't know if they can handle that pressure. Obviously, Papasar was at the World Cup. You know, he was included with his national team, so he's he's not the most experienced player, but he's he's highly highly rated for for a youngster. And you know, he, he was chucked in at the in the North London derby, and he wasn't you know the worst player on the pitch. He 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 hopefully can can do something for us and and can fill. And can do a job. Obviously, he has to be paired with now Oliver Skip, who, who last season wasn't so bad, and the season before played for Norwich and had a really, really good season. You know, he's been another player who's been plagued with injuries and couldn't really get four, five, six games in a row this season, and and has been struggling. Hopefully, it's it's a big ask again to 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 shock these guys in a champions league knockout and and ask them to to perform especially against you know AC Milan who who are the champions of Italy even though they're not in the best form right now but they still have you know right now it's polar opposites we have new injuries and it just seems that their injuries are all their players are coming back in in the, in a crucial moment you know they have three four players who were injured last week who will be back so it's it's a dif- it's difficult to i don't know it's difficult to to really see how these players are going to perform at the San Siro well we are unbeaten against AC Milan in our history we have played them four times in european competition twice in 1972 in the uefa cup where we beat them 2-1 and we drew 1-1 uh, twice in 2011 in the Champions League, where, of course, we beat them 1-0 at the San Siro. Peter Crouch scoring in the round of 16, first leg. And then a 0-0 draw at White Hart Lane. So that's played four, 1-2, drawn two. Um, Craig, how are you feeling going into this game? Uh, a bit less confident than I was after the Man City game, if I'm honest. Um, you know, we, we knew Hoybier was going to be out, but you, you assumed Benton Kerr was going to be there. And as we said... Simone said, you know, he's a massive loss for us, but but we got to get on with it. That's why he got a squad, right? And Saar has been good. I mean, it's a big game for him to come into and, and same with Skip, if that's what the formation he goes with. But we just got to get on with it. You know, you, you've, got to, you've got to trust these players. And let's be honest, the players that were on the pitch Saturday didn't rip up any trees, did they? So, so, so you know, you've, you've just, got, just got to trust them to do a job. What, what, frustrates me a bit and it is a bit of a um, uh, criticism of Conte for me is his unwillingness to change and even change mid-game and the change he does make is just too late. It, 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 Pochettino used to wind me up a little bit and I love Poch but he seemed to make changes a bit late and we never had a plan B. You know, it was whereas Mourinho, I was never a big Mourinho fan but at least he would see things going wrong in a game rightly or wrongly but change them even change them before half time sometimes I remember him pulling Dyer off um, before you know after about half an hour when things weren't going right so but for Conte I mean Simone I know better than I but it, it's it's just a bit frustrating that sometimes he seems like he doesn't not know what he's doing That that's far too harsh for, for a world class manager like Conte to say that but you know what I'm getting at it's just it just seems devoid of being able to change anything, certainly mid-game, to, to when things are going 
not right for us. I mean, it's happened all too many times this season. And for me, sometimes I think these these world-class managers need, this is going to sound crazy, but need the world-class players to make them win. You know, like your Peps, your Contes, your Mourinho's, da-da-da. It's all very well. Like, I'm not saying me or you could go in, or any one of us could go in. We have a world-class squad like Man City. Would we be able to win something? Probably. <laughs> I'm not being funny. But there's a difference for me between a world-class coach and a world-class manager, you know? And he's not working with the same calibre of players he had at, at other clubs. So at what point is is that going to be, you know, like Pochettino was obviously a world-class coach, in my opinion, because he got so much out of the players we had and nearly won us the league. Well, we didn't win, but we, we were that close, weren't we? So is, is Con, does Conte have to have world-class players to 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 win things? He probably does. I mean, Simone, what do you think? Uh, is that probably fair that Conte needs that? Is he one of those managers, would you say? Great point. I absolutely agree 100% on what you what you say. There is a huge difference between being a top elite coach and top elite manager. Mourinho was a top manager. Uh, Conte is a little bit of both because he can improve players, just like we saw this season with uh, Rodrigo Bentancur or Dejan Kuzeski. Poch was fantastic uh, to provide the to England national team, uh, I think, 18 players, 8 from Southampton, 10 from Spurs. So, of course, I would love to see one day Maurizio Pochettino back at Tottenham. And if Antonio wants to leave, I will pick definitely Maurizio for the love story between him and Spurs. But we'll see. We'll see, we'll see what's, what's going to happen in the future. Will be a very, very difficult uh, f- uh, difficult part of, of, the se- of the season, this, uh, this finale, guys. So, Mary, let's stay with you. Um, I just want your thoughts on uh, Tottenham's uh, season so far in the Champions League. Because, of course, we finished as Group D winners. Uh, played six, won three, drawn two, lost one. Went through as winners with 11 points. And AC Milan, of course, finished second in their group in Group E. They played six, won three, drawn one, lost two. Uh, they went through with 10 points. What, what have you made of Spurs this season in the Champions League? Fantastic. Fantastic. Because we, have, we were talking about a very, very strange group. Very loved very, very uh, stable t- stable group because, uh, of course, maybe Tottenham were the best team and at the end of the day, they show to be the best team. But w- when you look at Olympique de Marseille, Sporting Lisbon, Eintracht de Frankfurt, we are talking about all very, very good, uh, good teams. AC Milan at Chelsea, yeah, but they were drawn in an easier group for me because Salzburg and last one, we are talking about... Uh, Teams that are not at the level of sport in Lisbon, and at Frankfurt and uh, Olympique de Marsiglia. So nothing but big, uh, big, uh, big applause for uh, for what uh, Antonio did in uh, Champions League. Melvin, what have you made of Tottenham in the Champions League this season? Because of course it is uh, it's the only goals Richarlison has scored for Spurs. You've not scored a Premier League goal yet for us. We've not been the best this season. You know, we've not been consistent. We've not been, but. We've been getting results <laughs> over the line when it really matters, you know, in key points of the season. It's been just a really strange season, you know, with the World Cup, with the game so tight, close together. You know, we know Conte likes to work with the squad. He likes to have six, five days between matches. And, and, and you can see the difference 
when the team is rested and, and when the team only has two, three days to recover, you could see a massive difference. The level of energy the players have, the intensity that we play at, it's, it, it makes a massive difference. And the Champions League, I sort of disagree a little bit with Simone. I think we had quite an easy group in a way because we didn't have PSG or Bayern Munich or or any of the really 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 big boys you know we had we had we had lower level clubs i think on paper we must have had one of the easiest groups while i think ac milan even though they were crowned champions of last season i don't think they were favorites at their group obviously the, the premier league clubs the premier league clubs are always favorites and and chelsea is quite a hard opposition to have even we struggle to play chelsea and they beat AC Milan home and away quite comfortably. So this season in the Champions League, all players seem to up their game as well as Antonio Conte. I think what's interesting this season is from from last time we, we went through to the round of 16, there's no away goals anymore in the competition. So playing at the San Siro, obviously, there's going to have to be, you know, tactics that we don't have to score. We just should really watch out to not concede one or two. Obviously in the in the last time we played, you know, in the Champions League, we got to the final. And the away goals were pivotal in our in our last run. Because we got through against City and Ajax courtesy of the away goal. Something that we won't have this season. And and Conte Conte knows that playing at home will have Hoiberg back and maybe and maybe, I don't know, Conte has quite a good record against AC Milan as well. But saying that at Juventus, he did have Perlo and, and Pogba. And at, and at AC Milan, he had Barella, Brozovic and Eriksen. While we have Oliver Skip and Papa Matasar in the middle. So it's going to be an interesting game. And uh, I think Champions League football is quite different from the Premier League. I think once you hear that anthem playing, I think players right away step up their game by about 10%. The intensity is there. You know, once you hear that Champions League music, the crowd is up for it. I think San Siro will have an incredible atmosphere. I think Italian football and Italian support in general, yeah. you know, they generate they generate noise that the Premier League claims that they have. And, and I've only seen it once. You know, when Tottenham played Arsenal last season and we beat them 3-0, I've only seen that kind of atmosphere you know, we can generate it sometimes when we want, when Spurs fans want and when it's a really heated game. But the Italian fans are, are you have to applaud them and, and you have to take in the moment. And, and the players will, some of, some of the young players as well, will probably never seen players like Skip, will probably never seen anything like that. You know, remember when, remember when um, Harry Winks played against AC Milan, uh, sorry, against Real Madrid. And he had a really good game. And then he played at the Bernabeu. You know, these players will play these really big games for the first time. If you think Perisic will be quite an asset to us. He played many times in the San Siro. And he's played many times against AC Milan. He actually scored against them in the derby a couple of, a couple of seasons ago from a corner kick. So there's lots of things to, to think about. And, and players players can really step up and, and, and produce for us in this game.
You're absolutely right, Melvin. The San Siro will be an incredible atmosphere. Um, but it's been a good atmosphere, actually. I've gone to all the away games, obviously, um, away in the Champions League this season. And every single one of them has been a fantastic atmosphere. And you, you rightly said there about the Spurs-Arsenal game. We need the atmosphere all the time at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, no matter who we're playing, whether it's League, League Cup, FA Cup, Champions League. That needs to be the atmosphere uh, like that all the time. Um, Craig, let's come to you. Um, what have you made of Spurs in the Champions League this season? Um, just, just really going by what the other two guys have said. Really, I mean, we've uh, when the group come out, I must admit, I thought that could have been a hell of a lot worse. You know, I thought that was a fairly not easy group because there's no easy games in the Champions League, but we, it could have been a lot worse. But we did, we did make it harder than it should have been. Uh, obviously, we was unlucky to get that last-minute goal disallowed, which would have made it a lot easier towards the end. But it, uh, ultimately, it came down to the last game. Um, I wouldn't say we limped across the line because we, we finished in such a flourish. I mean, what a great last couple of minutes that was, you know, when we obviously Hoybier scored and went, went on to win the group. But um, we made hard work of it, I'd say. We made hard work of it, but we got over the line. And that was the main thing. I remember saying, if we can stay in the competition till after Christmas, then... Um, you know, any, anything can happen. And I think we got a favourable draw with AC Milan. I think there are harder teams out there we could have drawn. Having said that, AC Milan are still a good side and you can't underestimate them, you know. But if there's anybody that knows Italian football, it's Conte. And he will know AC Milan. And I, for this game, I think we've got the best person we could possibly have to tactically outthink them, hopefully. Whether he's got the tools at his disposal to do that now with all the injuries, you think they would have been planning for this game for a good few weeks. Um, that's probably thrown those plans um, into disarray a bit. But he's going to have to work with the players and put out the team that he thinks is, is the best to get us a result on the night. And for me, I don't know the answer to this, but has Conte ever played with a back four? Or has he always played with a back three? Perhaps that's an option to go with a back four in the San Siro. Um, because perhaps it, has he got the personnel that he wants to use to employ a back three now? Not that we, you know, we obviously got the defenders we want to use, but obviously the midfield looks quite light. So is that an option he could change? And wonder what people think about that because that could be, uh, that could make us hopefully a bit more solid because in the centre of the park there, as I say, we've got a fair bit of inexperience now. And um, that's the only position that would worry me. Simone, let's come to you on that. Um, Craig alluded to it about formations there. Lee writes on screen now, what system would you play? 4-4-2, 3-5-2, or even 4-5-1, or even... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I hit them on the counter, can't see 3-4-3 three, three working. How do you think Antonio Conte will set up at the San Siro on Tuesday? 3-4-3, three, three, guys, 3-4-3, three, three, because it could be an incredible risk. And I've known him for a very long time, so he will never change the, the system. The biggest problem for him, for Antonio, guys, about Antonio, is that he never, never, never changes system. This is a big, uh, big difference. So I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting three for three with maybe, maybe, maybe Eric Dyer in the middle. So I will go for uh, Romero, Lenglet, and Davis with Eric Dyer as an old midfielder, just like he used to play under uh, under Poch. Because uh, uh, I completely agree with, with what Melvin was saying. Uh, it will be an auto, a hot war. So, 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 so incredible atmosphere. And to start both Sar and Skip that are so young in a stadium like that could be could be a, a very very a very very risk an incredible risk. So we'll see. I will not be surprised surprised if um, if I see from the start Eric Dyer playing as an ultimate midfielder. So Marley, talk talk to me about the atmosphere. What it's going to be like in the San Siro? Yeah, incredible atmosphere, guys. But we are talking about uh, Giants. In this moment, they have been struggling for one month since the start of New Year, since the start of 2023. They have been struggling. Yes, they won against Torino on Friday, on Friday night, but we are talking about a team that is struggling a lot. Uh, but in Champions League, we are talking about one of the, the best clubs in the world, guys. The seven Champions League is similar in our history, are the, the, the history of the, of the great game. So... We are talking about a very, very hostile uh, place to to go. Bernie, I know you watch uh, AC Milan a lot. And as you just said, on Friday evening, AC Milan beat Torino 1-0 at the San Siro Stadium. Olivier Giroud scoring, ending a seven-game winless run. Um, Napoli, of course, are out in front uh, at, uh, at the top of Serie A. Um, it looks like Tongyon Dombele will go on to win a, uh, a, a trophy <laughs> and a medal. Um, what can you tell us about um, AC Milan's form? What can you tell us about their season? Who are their star men? My feeling is that uh, we are talking about a very young squad, just like Tottenham. Last season, uh, they overproduced. Stefano Pioli made a miracle because in terms of the squad, in terms of the team, maybe just like last season, Inter de Milan were much better than uh, Milan. Apart from uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, that is a legend, Simon Kier and Oliver Giroud, we are talking about a very, very young, very, very young squad. And when you miss points, when you miss uh, some key players, just like Magnan for, uh, for injury, when you drop some points, maybe your confidence can collapse. When you have got a very, very young squad, this concept of the confidence is very, very important. So I don't want to see the confidence of Sarres keep bullied in the <laughs> go down in the middle of, of, of San Siro. So I, I, I will be very scared to, to, to start both them because I know what can happen. Melvin, of course, you watch a lot of AC Milan. If you're not watching Spurs, you're watching AC Milan because your <laughs> girlfriend supports AC Milan. So you're, you're always watching them. Tell us what you've made of their season and who are the, the players that we should really look out for. They've had a really. They their fans aren't so happy right now with the way they're playing. Um, you know they're they're champions of 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 Serie A. They just they won the season. They won the league the league last season, and um, 
they've been struggling. And, and I think even the most optimistic of AC Milan fans cannot really point at what's going wrong with AC Milan. Is it the coach? Is it the tactics? I think they obviously they had key injuries. And um, luckily for them, some of them are coming back. You know, Tomori will play. You know, Tomori will um, arguably should have been chosen for England ahead of Eric Dyer. So that's extra motivation for him. Um, I don't know if he's going to start, but Tomori is a great player. They have uh, Tonali and, and Benacer in the middle, who are both um, probably will start. Benacer is coming back from injury as well, luckily for them. Um, yeah, they're, they're a good, good team. They're quite similar to us in, in a sense that they, that they struggle if they have two or three key players out. They, they've been playing with Olivier Giroud up top, who... I think will be interesting because at the World Cup, you know, Romero did quite a good job defending against him. And uh, in fact, he had to be substituted off, I believe, at half time or close to half time, something like that. So it could have an effect on this game, seeing Romero playing against him at the San Siro. Um, yeah, and purely, purely their manager, who's who's been excellent last season, he's very good tactically, he does really good substitutions. And this season, their fans haven't been very happy with him. Um, he's changed the, 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 the formation for the derby, which they haven't played all season. You know, he played with five at the back, which was something that's strange because Conte tries to have at least a bit of um, consistency and, and, and a tactic that they've never played. All of a sudden, he tried it in the derby. It's like... Conte changing the system right before the North London derby. Imagine that. It, it was very strange, strange game. And they only lost, you know, against Inter by a narrow margin. So, you know, even though they've been struggling and they've only kept one clean sheet this season, they were not going to turn them over. Even I, if, even I think with our best 11, we would, we would struggle against AC Milan. I think even though we could, we could have beat them, I think if we had our best 11, I think, they're a very, very good team. They have, you know, key players like Rafa Leao, who has been linked with the Premier League. They're saying he's going to be a hundred million, you know, winger. Um, they have Teo, Teo Hernandez, who's an excellent, excellent left back. And um, yeah, and obviously both players on on Emerson Royal side. So he's going to have to pull a really, really good performance trying to defend both both of them. So, another key thing is their goalkeeper, Mike Manian, is injured, who's excellent. He's a very good goalkeeper and a very big reason why they won the league last season. They only conceded, I don't think, more than 25, 30 goals, which was very, very low. They kept many, many clean sheets and he turned many draws into victories for them, which is something they don't have. They have a Tatar Osanu, their keeper, who's not as strong as, as Mike. I think he's quite... Um, weak in corner kicks, which which I think will be an asset to us. So it's I think we we will always have a chance with players like you know Kane, Son, Kulisevsky, and Perisic. You know we have two players who played many times in the Sun Zero, actually three if you count Romero as well. You know these Conte knows the league, knows the team. It's it's going to be an interesting game, and and uh, there's lots of things to look out for. Simone, can I just come back to you? Obviously, you've got lots of AC Milan fans around you. You live in Milan. How are they feeling about this game? Are they feeling pretty confident? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Tottenham lost. Oh, you better that is suspended a bit. Of course, for uh, eight months. You know, they they need to find some turning point on the season. That never can be a win one nil against Torino. They need to to feel once again what's the meaning of AC Milan being at top level and beating an important opponent like Tottenham could 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 be the 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 fire, the, the turning point of the of that season. Saying that, I totally agree with what Malvino was uh, was saying about the Milan. Uh, they are playing with the back three for uh, their first time in their history because uh, for uh, for a century they played with the, with the back four. So it's um, it, it will be a very very interesting interesting game. I'm expecting Milan to play the ball to try to dominate the game, and, and uh, I'm expecting uh, Antonio to play the Italian way, the Italian side. So try to to defend and uh, and uh, go for the counter attacks. So this is my 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 through the the issue with Antonio is that uh, his record in Europe uh, is not uh, as high as his reputation because we are talking about a manager that never never played a single Champions League semi final. He played once a Champions League quarter final, twice a Champions League last sixteen, and uh, for example, in both occasions, both season with Inter de Milan, he failed to go through. Uh, to, the, to the group phase. So we are talking about a manager that in Europe uh, struggle, struggle, uh, always struggle. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Money, there's always a first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, could be, could be. I'm trying, I'm trying to have a little bit of positivity on this show tonight. Yeah, um, yeah. Craig, let's come to you. Melvin rightly said earlier about AC Milan play Chelsea. And were well beaten, both games. What did you make of those games? Do you think it will be comfortable for Spurs? Do you think AC Milan will be going into this game with full confidence, knowing that Hoybier and Benzenker are not in the team? Well, I, firstly, Melvin gave a great rundown there of, of the AC Milan team, far far better than, than I, I could have done. So, uh, brilliant, Melvin. Um, I, I think... Uh, well, I, I didn't watch both those games fully, but the the parts I saw, I just thought uh, AC Milan certainly didn't look like the team I remember them being. Certainly in the nineties, when they were, you know, they were absolutely outstanding team. Um, let's see if they Craig, please, for Spurs replace Dyer, Chile, lovely. I'll take that as, a, as I always do. I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you very much. Um, I I think. I th- they look, they're going to be a stern test. They are going to be a stern test. You know, it, whenever you play against an Italian side, you know what you're going to be playing against. And to be honest, I I think Conte would be happy taking a draw away from the San Siro, as would I, to be honest with you. Um, it's probably a score draw. I'll, that's what my prediction would be. I know you'll probably ask us at the end, but I, I think a 1-1, I'd be more than happy with that. Absolutely more than happy with that. Um, the worry is, an answer to your question about the midfield, they would have seen what's happened at Spurs over the last week. And um, obviously, as you say, Hoybier being suspended, uh, a big loss. So I don't know how AC Milan play. Melvin or Simone might be able to answer this better. Do they use the wings more than coming through the middle? Or... Is it something do you think they would change the tactic for if they do use the wings? Would they look to come through the middle of us, um, seeing that the midfield might be not as strong as it could be? 
well, they switched that system to to it to let Theo Hernandez uh, attack him on the space because when uh, when Theo that is one of the last the best left wing left left back in Europe uh, needs to defend, uh, he can struggle. So I think it will be key the game Deja Kuzeski will play because if Theo wanna wanna attack. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard time for both Emerson Royal and, uh, and Romero. Not considering that in the in that side in front of Theo, just like Melvin uh, was saying, uh, there will be another man called uh, Rafa Leao. So they are one of the best uh, player in terms of playing football on the left in Europe, in my opinion. I know. Well, I know this sounds crazy. Sorry, but go, man, does go. anyone think? Does anyone think he might put up Richarlison up front and then play Kane well, in the middle? Because obviously he can play. Yeah, I mean, this, this, good this is exactly what I'm coming to. This is exactly what I'm yeah, coming yeah. to. Um, okay, let's okay, talk sorry. about <laughs> no the predicted lineup. Um, this is this is my predicted lineup, and I know we're going to discuss this, and I know. Uh, you know, rightly, Melvin, you're saying about Hunmin Son perhaps being dropped or rotated, Richarlison coming in. Now, this is the starting eleven that I feel that Antonio Conte will go with. And then feel free to have your say, um, whether, whether you agree or disagree. Forster in goal, obviously. The back three of Romero, Dyer and Lengley. Uh, the wing-backs, Perisic and Emerson. Uh, in midfield, Saar and Skip. And in the front three of Kulisewski, Kane and Son. Simone, let's start with you. Do you do you agree with that lineup, or or, or would you, would you want to change it? Because personally, I think that Richarlison does need game time. I think he's very hungry. Um, if it was my choice, I think I would put Richarlison in, Hunmin Son rotated on the bench. Yeah, but the plan, the plan Antonio Conte will go with Son. I think that he will stick with Son. Son will start because it's uh, an important game. I would play Richardson, of course. I would play Richardson, not for Kruzeski, but for Sony, definitely. Uh, I completely agree with that uh, possible lineup. I repeat, I would play Eric Dyer in the middle because uh, I don't trust some zero way both Skippy and Sun because they don't have enough experience to play both the only two midfielders away, San Siro, Laxistin, Weba Champions League with that incredible atmosphere. So I'm expecting Henry to drop, to drop, to drop a lot. Came to drop, and uh, one of uh, one between Sonia and Richardson to attack the space. But I'm expecting uh, Chris Sonny to start again because I remember it's a very, very important game. And uh, if I know a little bit of Antonio, I know that uh, he's not gonna change uh, the best players. Simone, I don't know whether you remember, but when we signed Eric Dyer from Sporting, yeah. he came in as a right-back, then he played centre-back, yeah. and then we needed a holding midfielder. Pochettino said to Daniel Levy, don't worry about buying one, I will turn Eric Dyer into a holding midfielder. Is there any chance that Eric Dyer could play in midfield and perhaps yeah. Sanchez will go at centre-back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what I, I was saying. I will not be surprised uh, at all, uh, Chris. I think that it is a, it's a, it's a possibility. <laughs> the, the alternative is to to start both of the two young players, so both Skippy and Sar. So I would go for Eric Dyer and one of the one of uh, maybe maybe Sar that knows how to play the ball better than uh, than Skippy. Maybe what, what, what I'm getting at though, uh, it, it, will will Antonio Conte take that risk that he's not played him there before under his management at Spurs? But of course, for me, it's a bigger risk to start both. Sar and Skippy, Sanchez away. 
so I, I would play Eric Dyer in the middle, definitely. So uh, I will not be surprised at all. Of course, he started as a right back uh, under Mauricio, then uh, he transformed him in, into a very good old midfielder. And then when he needed to uh, develop his game as a centre back, he struggled a lot under Jose Mourinho. Last season, he, he did well under, under, um, under Antonio, but this season, he, st- he failed to repeat the standards of last season. Lastly, Simone, um, with uh, Emerson Royale, would you expect him to come into this starting eleven? I'm predicting it, but um, is it right to put Emerson back into the team or should he give Pedro Porro another go? Because, of course, Pedro Porro is very used to playing in the Champions League this season. Yeah, but I think Antonio already made his choice. Emerson Royale will start. If not, uh, Pedro Porro would have, would have been benched uh, in Leicester and Emerson Royale will be... Uh, started against Foxes. So I think uh, Mercedes will start. Pedro Porro can come, can come during the, can come in, could come in during the, during the game. Melvin, what are you thinking? Starting 11. I think he trusts Oliver Skip and Papa Matasar. And I think he'll play them in the middle. I can't see him taking Eric Dyer out of being a centre back, you know, all last two years and, and played most of the games under Antonio Conte. I can't see it. I can't see him taking him out of that position and, and risking the defense because you're going to be risking the defense to plug a hole that you're, you're not sure he's capable of, of plugging. You know what I mean? He's, I, don't, I cannot see him doing that. Um, I think he'll, he might take a bigger risk. Um, I'm not sure what he said. Gareth saying did we have a game tonight we must have lost if Melbourne is on you know Gareth (laughs) I haven't been on after a defeat in a very long time you can tell everyone though Melbourne you you are going to the San Siro on Tuesday yeah I'm going to be making the chip we'll see we'll see we'll see I have quite a good record of watching Spurs and and, and winning and and winning when I'm there Um, yeah yeah, go, going back to what I was saying, um, I cannot see him taking risks with the back line, and and I cannot see him taking risks with the with the midfield either. I I think he'll be more maybe if he's going to take any risk, I think he might you know try something with Richarlison or or Dan Juma, who's both been very good in the Champions League. Um, Dan Juma played excellent last season, had four or five goals, had key men of the match performances, and, and I think can do something for us. Um, I think Son needs to be dropped or, or rested uh, a bit of both. Uh, I think he's been, he was poor against Leicester. I think he's, I think the pressure of winning the Golden Boot last year and this season, I think he, we started the season trying to win it again without doing, you know, the, the key fundamentals. I think he's not passing when he should pass. I think he's dribbling too much. I think he needs to go back to basics and, and play, just play football, play simple, play it simple, you know, pass the cane, pass to the people around him. I think he's overthinking it. I think he's, he's not letting it flow. He's thinking too much. And, and by the time... By the time, you know, he gets the ball under his feet, you know, the chance is gone. I think he needs a rest. I think Richarlison needs to play against AC Milan. I don't know if, if Conte 
will do that to him because I think I think Son in his mind probably thinks, listen, this is a great game. I need to prove myself, and 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 if I score, you know, I can get my season back on track. You know, I think he has that mentality. And something I I want to say about Harry Kane, listen, he's the Tottenham Hotspur all-time goal scorer. But if he wants to be known as absolutely world-class, he needs to score. He needs to score at the San Siro like Gareth Bale did all those years ago. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's good if he scores in the Premier League <coughs> against Leicester and West Ham and all those teams, but he needs to score against AC Milan in the San Siro and get us through. If he, this is what world-class players do, and 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 he needs to put a really good performance against AC Milan, or even get an assist, because he's capable of doing that. I want to see, I want to see which players step up in this game, because it's when, it's when these moments are happening in the team, when you have injuries, when you're not playing well. You know when they say when they call Hoiberg the Viking. You know it's these moments when the players really step up and and do something. Now yeah. it's the time. You know, like like Son did against Manchester City in the first leg. He scored at home, and he went to Pep and he did this. He said, "Do you know who I am?" And he said, "I am Son." And and that was one of those performances. We need that again, from from one of them. You know, if 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 let's say Linglet scores from a header or Eric Dyer scores from a header or, or Romero does an extremely good game and we keep a clean sheet or Emerson, you know, somehow gets a goal or gets an assist. We need, we need these players to really step up. It's a Champions League match in the San Siro and, and they could be, we could remember them like we remember Lucas Mora for, for his performance at Ajax. It's one of those moments where like if you do an ex- if you do something extreme like that, will the fans will remember you forever? They will say, "Listen, remember what that player did when when we had, you know, when we had Skip and 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 uh, and Sar in the middle, but we scored two when we won." It's that it's that opportunity for the team, and 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 it's interesting to see which player is going to step up and do something special at the San Siro. It's going to be nice hearing that Champions League music in Melbourne, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. It's, it's. I think these these games these games are so special, and and we wait for them for so long. You know, my Valentine's Day is going to be at the Sun Zero with my girlfriend. Hopefully, we don't end. You know, we end the game in good terms and 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 both somehow happy. I don't know. There's, I don't think we're gonna end unless it's a draw and we both teams score. I think neither of us. You know, if 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 we lose. I think I'm expecting. I'm. I'm. I'm preparing myself for for a bad result. But in my heart, I, I still think we can do it. Melvin, I can tell you now. I reckon there's a lot of partners out there who have no idea that this game is on Valentine's Day, and their night <laughs> is going to be watching Tottenham Hotspur either in the stadium, uh, at the pub, or at home. Um, that's going to be interesting. Um, Craig, let's come to you. Um, comment on screen now. Um, I get uh, Hunmin Son being dropped. But what has uh, Richarlison done uh, to deserve being in the starting eleven at San Siro? Um, would you drop Hunmin Son? I probably wouldn't. And to be honest, I completely agree with the team that you read out. I think that's what he was. He's going to go with um, Richarlison. Obviously, had his injuries. Hasn't really managed to get his career going at Tottenham. 
for, for any length of time. He hasn't really had the opportunity to 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 stay in the team. You know, what with injuries, World Cup, and then injuries and, you know, stop-start. He hasn't really had the opportunity to have a run of games, has he? So, you know, it's partly not his fault. Um, I just think he would be a good impact player to come on for whether that be Son or Kulishevsky. Um Personally, I, th- I, I wouldn't start Richarlison. I, I just think he's too too big a game. I think Son might be one of those players that he needs the confidence, um, that the manager shows that he's got the confidence in him to still do it. I do wonder if you drop Son. I know how he come back and scored that hat-trick, of course, but I just think... Um, I, I thought against City, Son played pretty well. He wasn't the best I've ever seen him. I thought he played though, pretty Craig, well. The thing is, if you're not going to play someone like Richarlison, who we've spent a lot of money on, when Hunmin Son is in poor form, when on earth is he going to get the start? Yeah, it is a good point. I'm just saying I don't think Conte will drop Son. Um, whether I would do it as a manager, I don't. I, I genuinely don't know. Because we all know the trouble is when you've got a, a brilliant player like Hunmin Son and you know what he can do, you know how he can win games, how long do you give him before you say, no, do you know what, he's just having a bad season, he's just not got it at the moment, I've got to take him out of the team? And would you risk doing that in such an important game? Um, yeah. I don't know the answer to that. But all I'll say is there's a bit of um, positivity, shall we say, tonight. Um, 2019, we weren't in a brilliant position with injuries going into... Now, forgive me, I can't remember who we played in the round of 16. In 2019, I'm sure somebody will tell me in a minute, but we weren't in the best place. Harry Kane had just done his hamstring badly; he was out. I th- I, I don't know what day it was. I know Delhi was injured; he had a hamstring. I know we had a few more injuries, and we bearing in mind we had Harry Winks and Musa Sissoko in the middle of the pitch. Now, Harry Winks and Musa Sissoko are they any better than Saar and Skip? Would you say? I. Perhaps Sissoko, that was the season he was being fantastic. So all I'm saying is we've done it before. We have done it before. We can do it again. There's absolutely no reason, but the players have got to perform because this is a this is a big game against a, a good AC Milan side, no matter what anybody will tell you. And, you know, they, they're going to want to beat us 2-3-0. And come to our place and just sit it out, sit back and let us attack. So if we can get a goal, but not concede more than that, you know, we've got to keep it as a draw is what I'm saying. We can't come back to our place and, and just, you know, have to go for the win. Because I think we've played against the Italian defences many times. They're so tough to break down. So we've got to at least draw this game. Borussia Dortmund is the answer, Craig. Um, That's it. Emerson Royale or Pedro Porro on Tuesday? Me, um, yeah. I personally think I think Emerson. You've got to stick Emerson in. I just, I just, uh, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I, I, I think you have. I genuinely We've think you have. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got to play Emerson. To be honest, this may shock a few people. If I was manager, I would play Emerson on Tuesday because I think Porro's. Uh, confidence is going to be on the floor. I think it was a bit of a shock to him. I totally get it, what you're saying about Champions League. But I think the whole plan, regardless of how he played, was for Emerson to play 
Tuesday. And probably he would have liked to have given Emerson a complete rest till Tuesday. So I, th I think Emerson will come in. I think he, he should come in and then just blood porro gently get his confidence up because mm -hmm. he, he had a shocker, but you know, it's, um, it's ridiculously too early to even write the man off. He, he's come to a new league, doesn't speak English particularly well, had hardly any time to get to know his teammates or what runs they're going to make. So give the guy a bit of time. Give the guy a bit of time. But Great. Emerson so do, you, do you agree with my predicted 11 then? Do you think that Lenley, Lenley will come in for Davis? Oh, yes, I do. I do. Yeah. I think he will. Okay. And I, to I totally see the argument about moving Eric Dye forward. But then who would you put centre-back if you're playing the back three? You know, uh, Romero, presumably, keep on the right. And that means Sanchez going in the middle. He's had some shockers when he's been playing in the middle. So, you know, can he play on the left? He probably could, but Lenglet in the middle. I, I just think it would be too much of a risk. I think he's going to go with the, the back three that you said. Right, lastly, let's do score predictions. So, Mary, let's start with you. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. I'm gonna, guys, I'm going to point out just one thing, is that uh, if you are expecting a proper Italian team, I don't think uh, AC Milan are a proper Italian team because they love to attack, they love playing the ball, they love to dominate the game. Uh, they are not strong. They are one of the worst sides in terms of set pieces in Italy. And we are talking yes. about spurts that are one of the best in terms of set pieces. So Giovanni Bio needs to work hard in this couple of days. I will start, I will start Eric Dyer in the middle. Also for this aspect. For this aspect. I will play with four center backs this, this game, guys. Because Antonio is strong in to prepare this kind of games. And Tottenham can damage a similar on set pieces. Simone, I've got two important questions for you. What's the weather like in Milan at the moment? Because I'll be coming over soon. And uh, what's the best beer you can recommend? What's the best beer? Uh, <laughs> I, I, love, I love the Bats. I love Bats and Dynagon, guys. But they are not typically Dynagons. So, <laughs> I'm particular. I'm not the right... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what about the weather? Sorry? The weather. The weather is uh, extremely cold, not just like not not just like London, I I guess, but I think that it's one or two outside. Melvin, you better pack your uh, your gloves and your scarves. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what's your score prediction? Um, I'm gonna say I was gonna say one one like Simone, but I'll change it. I'll say two two. You're going for a draw as well. Yeah, and uh, I think set pieces, like Simone said, I think their goalkeeper is so terrible at set pieces. He doesn't come off the line, and they've conceded quite a bit. So playing, you know, Dyer and Linglet for set pieces, and even Romero, you have to play them because they're strong. Even Richarlison, if you play Richarlison, you have a set piece, he can get you a goal. This is why, you know, jo Johnny Vio can get us the win. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I'll say 2-2. Two, two. I'll, I'll say 2-2. Two, two. Craig, what, what are you going for? I was going to go 1-1, one, one, but uh, I'll, just to be different, I'll, I'll have to go 3-3 three, three when I just so I'm not <laughs> copying anyone. But no, I'd, just, I'd pr probably 1-1. One, one. As I said before, I'd absolutely take a one-all draw. Big game for Forster on Tuesday. 
you know he's um yeah. he's obviously played you know that's a it's going to be a big game for him Tuesday so uh let, let's hope he holds his nerve I'm sure he will we, yeah, we haven't even Foster is far better than Tadaruzano as a second keeper Foster is better than Tadaruzano Tadaruzano right. is the worst second keeper of the big teams in the Serie A the worst can I can I say something? My girlfriend showed me a video of, of the AC Milan goalkeeper during war during warming up, and it was the guy who's doing the warm up, and he was shooting from outside the box, and he was scoring on the keeper. Yeah. This is the guy who was who was in charge of doing the warm up, and he was scoring, and the guy was going like this before the game. He's like, "How am I scoring against you?" Right before the game, sh- sh- shooting from outside the box. And this guy is like he's an old an old guy, and he's scoring against the AC Milan goalkeeper. Like, and he's and he's shaking his head and going, "How how are we how are we supposed to win with this guy?" Yeah, so it's 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 interesting if Kane if Kane can can score can score on this guy definitely. Well, you three have gone for a draw, so I'm going to have to go for a Spurs win, aren't I? Um, I'm going to go for a two-one Tottenham win. Um, but I think if we just avoid defeat, take them back to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, I think we'll have a real chance. Um, Simone, hopefully I will see you out in Milan on uh, on Tuesday. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Please tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Thank you, Chris. Simone Deluomo21 on Instagram. I've got just Instagram and Facebook, clearly. On Facebook, I've got my, my name, Simone Deluomo. On Instagram, Simone Deluomo plus 21. The number, if you remember, of Nico Kratcher, one of my favorite players for sports many, many times ago. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And Melvin, hopefully I'll see you in Milan as well. Um, thanks so much for coming on and tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, I'm just on Twitter. You see my, my, my handle. I adjusted it to be Melvin Malta now because everybody keeps calling me that. So... So I, I just embraced it. And uh, yeah, it's Melvin Walter. Follow me on Twitter. I'm quite active and quite opinionated on, on Twitter. And uh, yeah, just uh, just talking Tottenham 99% of the time. And uh, yeah, come on, you spares. And, and hopefully it'll be another European night to remember. And, and, and hopefully we, we, we can get three points or, or, or the win, I guess. Yeah. And Craig, thanks so much. You will be hosting the show on Tuesday. Um, I'll be in the away end at the San Siro. Hopefully, I can get out as soon as possible. But if I'm running late, then Craig will be hosting the show. So uh, be kind to him. Um, Craig, <laughs> thanks so much for coming back. Absolutely. No worries, Chris. Always a pleasure. And if people really want to follow me, there's the uh, handle there. So, uh, yeah, as as Chris said, um, if, he, if he can't get away and he's been manhandled by the uh, Italian police, uh, then uh, I'll be hosting this show on, um, on on Tuesday, but I'll be on there, whatever. So, uh, see you Tuesday and let's hope for a Spurs win. Yes. Simone, Craig, Melvin, thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who watched this stream and listened to it on an audio platform. Um, I will see you in Milan on Tuesday uh, and have a happy Valentine's Day. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 